Welcome to the NASCAR Field Filler Podcast, where you can get the latest results, fantasy picks, and news every week in the NASCAR racing world. We just got one more spot left to fill, so let's give it to our host. Here he is, Vanilla Wafers. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the back of the field. This is Vanilla Wafers, and thank you for tuning in to the Field Filler Podcast. We are now back to points-paying races this weekend, and it's one of the biggest races this weekend, the Coca-Cola 600. For all you newer NASCAR fans, the Coca-Cola 600 is a crown jewel event. It's one of the longest races of the schedule. There's only one race that has 500-plus miles to it, and it is this race right here absolute endurance race and some of the top drivers do what they can to compete in this race a lot of fun make sure to watch that and make sure to just tune in because this day weekend is one of the best weekends for racing fans because you're gonna have the race at monaco for the formula one you're gonna have the indianapolis 500 and of course the race i just mentioned the coca-cola 600 we got some great drivers here that could have a potential chance of winning this crown jewel event we'll be going through our top fantasy picks here's a little bit of news that have come in i got to talk about this because this was was definitely the biggest news from this week and that is project 91 for anyone who's unfamiliar with project 91 this is going to be a part-time team with track house racing track house racing is actually going to have a car for a couple races and have some of the top drivers in the world compete here in the cup series we haven't seen something like this in a very very long time and guess who the first driver is going to be to make their cup debut uh, with track house racing and that is going to be Kimi Raikkonen. Yep, you heard me right. The Kimi Raikkonen from Formula One is going to make his Cup Series debut and it's going to be at Watkins Glen. I'm super excited about this race. There's some people on TikTok right now saying that he is the potential dark horse for Watkins Glen as that's going to be a little bit of a stretch. I'm not going to lie. It's still going to be super exciting to see what this team is able to do and who they are able to bring in because if this program is successful, I hope to see other teams go on the same path as Trackhouse Racing because Trackhouse Racing has been doing some great things this year. They've had some great results with Ross Chastain and Daniel Suarez. Now to make this announcement with this part-time series team that's going to be running in both 2022 and 2023, I absolutely cannot wait but that's definitely the biggest news and that is Kimi Raikkonen a Formula One star is going to make his Cup Series debut here in 2022 and it will be at Watkins Glen. Some other bit of news that I should touch on is Shell and Pennzoil will expand their partnership with Team Penske and also it looks like potentially there could be a coverage change as far as TV rights starting in 2024 and one of the biggest talked about uh, channels is ESPN. I don't know about you guys. I know ESPN has had some mixed reviews with fans in the past, but this could potentially be another channel that comes back into the world of NASCAR. Right now, they say they are pretty happy with the program that they currently have with Formula One, but you never know. I mean, the contracts for the current deals with NASCAR's TV rights are going to expire after the 2024 season. So there's already negotiations going on. ESPN has already been talked about, so we shall see what the future holds here for TV rights. Either way, make sure to keep an eye on that because we could get some exciting news here potentially with TNT, maybe another channel that's never even had NASCAR could potentially jump in on it. Who knows? But for now, it looks like uh, negotiations are already starting with the NASCAR TV right deal. But without further ado, guys, let's dive into it. Let's look at our top fancy picks here for this weekend. It's the time to look at our top fancy drivers here for the Coca-Cola 600.
Alrighty guys, so if you guys have ever seen the podcast, you know how this goes. We're going to have a total of 13 drivers that we're going to talk about. Five drivers who I believe have an opportunity to win the race. Five drivers that could score a lot of stage points in this race. These are the guys you want in your third or fourth spot as far as fantasy teams go. And then the last three drivers are drivers you may, may want to take a chance on here this weekend. And right now we got some really good picks for all these levels. Let's first talk about the drivers that I feel the most confident in here in the Coca-Cola 600. And this first driver is one that I truly believe can win this race. And that is the number nine of Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott has been phenomenal when it comes to the Coca-Cola 600. And to be honest with you guys, I'm really surprised he has not gone into victory lane yet. He's been so close so many times. Um, for this race, just hasn't went in his favor. I think this year it will finally go in that path. I think his worst finish in the last couple of years has been a fourth place finish. So he's definitely going to be running up front. He's definitely going to be able to score a lot of stage points. So he is definitely a driver that you can count on this weekend. Chase Elliott, number one pick in my opinion here for the Coca-Cola 600. Next person I have here as the top pick here for the Coca-Cola 600 is going to be the number 18 of Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch had a great car in the All-Star race. Unfortunately, it was a tire that cost him an opportunity to run up front near the end. But before that, let's just let's just look back before that tire incident. Led almost every single lap in that All-Star race up to that point. If not, he led every single lap. And here at the Coca-Cola 600, he's had some great finishes. Let's just look at these. He's had a third place finish in 2021. In 2020, he had a fourth place finish, a third place finish, got a victory in 2018. He has always been really good here at Charlotte. And now that Toyota has gotten their program figured out for the mile and a half tracks, I will be very surprised if you do not see Kyle Busch running around the top five for the entire race. Uh, If he's running anywhere outside the top five, I'll be absolutely shocked. Definitely a top pick here for this weekend is also the number 18 of Kyle Busch. Again, he's a number one, number two pick here this weekend in fantasy. Next pick I have here as a top pick is going to be the number five of Kyle Larson. I can't keep Kyle Larson off this fantasy roster for top picks by just because of how well he did in the 2021 Cold Cold 600. Just look at these results. He led 327 laps last year. 327 out of 400. There's obviously a driver who led more laps that we will mention here uh, pretty soon as far as races go, a dominant performances at the Cold Cold 600. But Kyle Larson, hands down, had a great run last year. So it's really hard to keep him that far off the fantasy value. I mean, this year, yes, he's been a little bit on and off, not nearly as competitive and strong as he was last year. But that shouldn't be a situation where you should see it and go, oh, I don't want him on my fantasy rosters now. He's still really good and has a great opportunity to win this race. If I had to pick a Henrik Carr over the other, I would personally go with Chase Elliott. But Kyle Larson, still a good number two pick. He could still score 45-plus fantasy points here this weekend. Kyle Larson, a good number one, number two pick for fantasies this weekend. Fourth pick I have here as a top pick is going to be the number 12 of Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney, a driver who just won the All-Star race, is still looking for his first win of 2022. And it's an absolute shocker to say that because at the beginning of the year, he was so dominant. He did really good. And then when the All-Star race came up, I actually didn't even have him as a top pick. I didn't think he was going to run really good in this race. I thought he was going to fall off a little bit before the summer stretch came back. But honestly, the way he's been running, um, especially at the Texas race, he has proven to us 
that Penske has good mile-and-a-half programs right now. And looking back at the Charlotte race in 2021 and 2019, uh, and 2020, excuse me, He's had some really good finishes as well. He finished third in both the races in 2020. He finished 13th in 2021. He did lead a few laps, but also in 2019, he led a few laps there with an average running position of eighth. I bet you right now he's running on a lot of momentum. Whenever you get a victory, no matter what kind of race it is, you got good momentum going into the next race. I mean, look at Joey Logano when he won the Expedition race earlier this year at the LA Clash. He looked damn good in the Daytona 500. Unfortunately, he just doesn't have luck at super speedway races. I see the same thing happening for Ryan Blaney, being able to run up front, have some really fast cars, lead a few laps, and score about 45 plus points. I put him at the same level as Kyle Larson. I don't think he's going to be the driver to beat, but I really think it's going to be a good weekend for that number 12 machine. So Ryan Blaney, a number two pick as well for fantasy leagues. And then the final top pick here for the Coca-Cola 600, is going to be the number one of Ross Chastain. Ross Chastain is definitely still on a hot streak right now. Even though some of his finishes have been outside the top 10, you cannot argue with the fact that he has been a top runner in every single race. He has done so good, even in the All-Star race. Yes, he wrecked out, but if he avoids Kyle Busch, he potentially could be the person that brings in the million dollars. Trackhouse Racing has had a great streak of good races going on. Doesn't matter what the race is. Road courses, they've been good. Short tracks, they've been running well. Mile and a half, they've had some really fast cars. So Ross Chastain is going to be right up there in the mix. He just has to stay out of trouble. He's been one of the more aggressive drivers and the ones that we have mentioned. But he can still put up a really good finish. Um, I'd see him scoring, again, another 45-plus points. And honestly, if you're down to about four picks for Ross Chastain, I'd say use him one more time here for the Coca-Cola 600. He's just on a hot streak right now and you want to use that after that maybe save him for another road course race but other than that Ross Chastain still a top pick for this weekend so those are the five guys you want to go for as your number one or number two pick in your fantasy teams we got the number nine of Chase Elliott the number 18 of Kyle Busch the number five of Kyle Larson the number 12 of Ryan Blaney and the number one of Ross Chastain now it is time to look at the pretty good category these are going to be the third or fourth picks on your fantasy team here's the next five drivers that you should include on your fantasy roster for the Coca-Cola 600 Alrighty, so the first driver I got to include here is going to be the number 11 of Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin is finally starting to get more good luck going his way. I I would not say he's 100% on where he was before um, the 2022 season, but at least things are going in the right direction. He's not having the most random thing happen to him each and every race. And here at Charlotte, he's had some really good finishes. The last time we were here at the Coca-Cola 600, he finished 7th. He has 2nd place finish in 2020. He um, His average running position is around the top 10 and then before 2019 he finished third fourth and fifth really good runs and again going back to Kyle Busch we were talking about it Toyota has their mile and a half program figured out right now so if Denny Hamlin stays out of trouble he is definitely going to be able to score enough points to be a value as a third fantasy driver for your fantasy team he's a number three pick for me I don't think he's going to be able to win the race I feel like Kyle Busch has a better chance than he does but he's still going to be a really good pick to go with here this weekend nonetheless Next fantasy driver I have in the pretty good category is going to be the number 24 of William Byron. William Byron is almost at the same level as Ross Chastain, but I feel like Ross Chastain has been stronger in his runs than the 24 has. Now, granted, the 24 car has ran to some bad luck, but I noticed something in the mile and a half tracks the last couple of weeks. Yes, they've been running near the front, but they haven't been the car to beat. 
they have been more like at best a top five series team. And you know what? A top five car is going to be a good car to go with on your fantasy rosters. But I'd say a number three or number four pick. Maybe even keep him off your fantasy rosters if you feel like he's going to jump back to what he was able to do at Martinsville, Richmond, and Darlington. But for now, it seems like things have slightly eased off of him. He's going to be more of a top 10 driver. He'll still run up front, just maybe not nearly as much as we saw uh, about a month or so ago. So William Byron, he's a number three or number four pick for me this weekend at the Coca-Cola 600. Next driver you should include on your fantasy roster is the number four, Kevin Harvick. I mean, we keep saying it over and over. When is Kevin Harvick going to get his first win? Is he going to get even a win this year in the 2022 season? I don't think it's going to be here at a mile and a half track, but I do think he's going to have a solid race here nonetheless. I mean, his last four finishes here have been 10th or better. In fact, he's finished 10th three times and then he finished 5th the other time. But that time in 2020, he did lead 63 laps, so he had a really good running car. But you know what? Kevin Harvick is going to be in this spot until he gets a really good race, maybe at a Martinsville or even a Nashville. He's going to be your number three or number four pick for fantasy rosters. He can score you some stage points. Right now, I would say maybe more of a number four pick because we saw him struggle a little bit at Kansas and Texas. But you know what? He's still going to be up there in that mix. So Kevin Harvick still a pretty good driver to go with here this weekend. Next driver you should consider on your fantasy roster that could be a good number three or number four pick for your fantasy team is going to be the number 99 of Daniel Suarez. Daniel Suarez um, recently here at the Coca Cola 600, it hasn't been the greatest finishes by any means, but let me tell you, you got to remember that was during a time when he was with the 96 team at Gaunt Brothers Racing and Trackhouse Racing was still a brand new team. Now let's look at this year. He's had some really fast cars. I mean, look at what he was able to do in the Texas All-Star Race. Not only does he win the All-Star Open, but he finishes in the top five in the All-Star Race. Just a great performance on his part. And if Ross Chastain is going to run up front, we already know that 99 car is going to run up front. The only reason why he's a little bit lower on this list compared to Ross Chastain is he's had the bad luck. I mean, he has struggled a lot. Maybe not to the same level as someone like Denny Hamlin, but races where he's had really good cars, it seems like something always struggles with that number 95 team. Like something just randomly comes up for them and they're not able to finish on the lead lap. It's been a bummer. But let me tell you something. If you think he's not going to have any bad luck in this race, which is a definitely kind of a riskier thing to say because it is a 600-mile race, then he's going to be able to supply you 40 points in this race. He can run up front. He can score some stage points. I don't think he can win the race, but he can get a solid top 10 finish with a few top five stage finishes. But if you think he's going to run into some problems, maybe save him for a later race, maybe even more road course races. But Daniel Suarez, in my personal opinion, is a good number three and number four pick here for this weekend. And then the last one that we're going to talk about here in the pretty good category is going to be the number 19 of Martin Trex Jr. Some people might consider him more as a top pick and a driver who could potentially win this Coca Cola 600 race. Here's the reason why I put him a little bit lower on this list. I, I think he can still run really well in this race. I still think they have pretty good top 10 equipment. Here's my only concern with them right now. They haven't been the strongest Toyota at any of the races. Maybe Las Vegas, but either way, Kyle Busch was still in front of him before that caution came. So right now, I feel like Martrex Jr.'s number 19 team still needs a little bit more adjustments for them to go into the right direction and get their first victory. But if they're going to get a victory here in the regular season, it's either going to be at this track, Nashville, maybe include Watkins Glen or Richmond. It's going to be one of those four racetracks. But... 
He needs to start outperforming his partners because right now he's just not doing that. I still think it's going to be a top 10 finish for him. I just don't think he's going to be the pick to, for the driver to win the race. But still, if you're looking for someone a little bit more consistency, he's definitely a good way to go. His only rough finish he's had here at the Coca Cola 600 in the last few years was most recently where he finished 29th. But his average running position was 14th. Still had some really good fast laps, a good performance on that car altogether. But either way, Martin Trex Jr. still needs a little bit more work before he's considered top tier for a mile and a half track. So those are the guys in the pretty good category. We got the number 11 of Denny Hamlin, the number 24 of William Byron, the number 4 of Kevin Harvick, the number 99 of Daniel Suarez, and the number 19 of Martin Trex Jr. Now it is time to dive into some drivers you may want to, may want to take a chance on here this weekend. Alrighty, so these are the drivers you don't really think about on a week-to-week basis, but they could potentially supply you with some good fantasy points and could be a driver that you want in your garage area in case one of your other drivers you feel like are a little bit more riskier and could have a bad race. The first one that I'm going to include here on this list is going to be the number 17 of Chris Buescher. Now, a lot of people may not be thinking about Chris Buescher. You know, RFK Racing has had a little bit of bad luck. Uh, They haven't been near the top compared to like RCR or even GMS Petty Racing. They've been kind of running around between 12th and 18th. So why would I consider Chris Buescher as a driver you may want to take a chance on this weekend? Well, there's a couple things playing in his favor. One, RFK Racing has been making a lot of improvements in the last couple of weeks. They have definitely, uh, especially at the All-Star Race, they stay out of trouble. And near the end, they had both their cars running in the top 10. Granted, that race was a little shorter, but they did show a little bit of success there as a team. Number two, he did win one of the All-Star Open stages, which locked himself in. So he's had really fast equipment. And then number three, look at his last few finishes here at the Coca-Cola 600. Some of those finishes have been in the top 10. In fact, three out of the last four races here on the Oval for Charlotte, he has finished 8th, 10th, and six. So really good finishes, being more consistent at these longer endurance races. I really think Chris Buescher is going to be a good fifth pick or garage pick for your fantasy team. And if you have a driver that you think is going to be a little riskier, let's say you have Denny Hamlin and Daniel Suarez, both drivers with great equipment and a lot of speed this year, but luck has not really been on their side, then maybe you want to get someone like Chris Busch or someone who could be a little bit more consistent at finishing in the top 15. Put him in the garage area, but definitely a good driver to take a chance on. Next driver we have here is the number eight of Tyler Reddick. I mean, what more can you say about Tyler Reddick? He's had really fast cars. He's also had a little bit of bad luck. But when I look at his last few finishes here at Charlotte on the Oval, his worst finish, and this is including his rookie year, is a 14th place finish. He has had really good runs, and this year when he's had a lot of really fast cars compared to last year, I think he's even a better person to go with as a driver you want to take a chance on. I wouldn't even put him as a garage pick. I'd put him as a number five pick. I think he can run around the top ten. He's just a little bit lower compared to the other drivers just for the fact he hasn't got a victory yet, so that does cause a lot of concern to people, and you know what it's like trying to get your first win. It seems like everything happens to you before you get that first win, but he still has some really good equipment on his side. I mean, uh, Richard Childress Racing has had some really good cars here that, that here and there, especially for that number eight team. And also, he did run really good in that Texas race, had a lot of speed. And coming out of a racetrack where he's had really good finishes in the past, I'd say Tyler Reddick, definitely another good driver to take a chance on here this weekend. And then the last driver 
that you want to take a chance on here this weekend is going to be a driver that hardly anyone's really thought about here in the last few weeks or really on your fantasy rosters at all besides the Super Speedway race, and that is the number 47 of Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Now, I know what a lot of people are thinking, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., why in the world would you want him on your list, especially after the All-Star incident where he hit into the wall multiple times? Well, look at his last few points-paying races. He has finished in the top 10 three times in a row. He's had actually really good finishes, and a lot of people need to take that into consideration, especially when you're trying to save some of your top picks. Like, let's say you've used Ross Chastain, Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott eight times at this point. You're going to run out of uh, potential races to use them, and when road courses are coming up, when you have people like Chase Elliott and Ross Chastain, where they absolutely dominate those races, you want to save them for those potential races. Like Chase Elliott, you want him for at least two more road course races minimum. Ross Chastain, also the same thing. So save them for uh, some of those later races and have someone like a Ricky Stenhouse Jr. who's made improvements with his team that he could finish in the top 10 that could really help out your fantasy team later down the road. I think he's a garage pick. You got to see how he does in practice and qualifying as well as in the first couple of stages. But I think at this point, he is worth a pick in your fantasy roster here in the take a chance category. So those are the three sleepers here in this weekend. We got the number 17 of Chris Buescher, the number eight of Tyler Reddick, and the number 47 of Ricky Stenhouse Jr. And that will conclude our fantasy picks for today's episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening. It is Memorial Day weekend. Just make sure to enjoy the races, guys. You've got plenty of races to choose from, whether it's your local racetracks. I know a lot of them are putting on races this weekend or the three biggest race series in the world, which I'm talking about the Formula One race at Monaco, the Indianapolis 500 for IndyCar, and the Coca-Cola 600. Just make sure to tune into at least one of these races because you're going to be in for a real treat no matter which race you tune into. If you want to follow me on any social media pages um, where I post daily videos, you can do so on TikTok. We're actually doing a live stream right now where people are talking to me live while we do the podcast. It's been a lot of fun. They unfortunately have seen a lot of the bloopers happen but it is what it is. I still enjoy hearing from you guys. So if you want to tune into that, it's at Vanilla Wafers 44. Again, I post daily videos as many as I can and many people enjoy them. So make sure to check that out. Or if you want to go to YouTube instead, I post most of those videos on there. It is at Vanilla Wafers. Same thing as TikTok. Just get rid of the two numbers. And if you also want to talk during the race, you can do so at TikTok where we do the live stream or on Twitter at TylerV33. I do a lot of my talking on Twitter there. Just reach out to me, tag me on there and usually I reply back. I'm usually on there for the most part throughout the race. And above all guys, thank you so much for listening to the best and trying out all the rest. I have been able to fill up the last few remaining minutes of your time so I'm going to take the car and pull it right on into pit road, collect my last place winnings and I am out. So you all take care. This has been the Field Filler Podcast. <laughs>